0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Rep Chats, the podcast of Nashville Repertory Theater. I'm Micah Shane Brewer, Artistic Director and your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Today, I'm excited to chat with Oliver Hauser and Hunter Burr, the creators of the new musical, She Reached for Heaven, which premieres next week at the Ingram New Works Festival. Oliver and Hunter will join us in just a moment to talk about this new show. Uh, Oliver is a composer, he's the lyricist, and the co-book writer of She Reached for Heaven. He is the winner of the inaugural Stephen Schwartz Award, the ASCAP Foundation Sammy Kahn Award, and a Dramatists Guild Foundation Fellowship winner. His work has been seen at Chicago Shakespeare Theater, the Village Theater, London's Other Palace Theater, the NAMT Conference, and beyond, and he headlined at the Kennedy Center. Um, Hunter Byrd is the co-book writer and director of the piece. He is a Brooklyn-based director, developer, and writer. He has, has experience working on Broadway with national tours and theaters across the country. He has directed new works at Ars Nova, Roundabout Theater Company, Chicago Shakespeare Theater, the Kittrick Hotel, the Signature Theater, the Getty Villa, Lincoln Center Education, and many more. Hunter and Oliver will join me in just a moment to discuss this new musical, She Reached for Heaven, which premieres next Saturday, June 17th, as part of our Ingram New Works program. So return in just a moment with us to hear a conversation with Hunter and Oliver. We'll be right back. Let me fall through
1: your sky Me close till morning light
0: and say you've heard my prayer. I need someone to catch me. Welcome back. I am joined with Oliver Hauser and Hunter Bird, the creators of She Reached for Heaven, our new musical with Ingram New Works happening next week on June 17th. Oliver and Hunter, welcome to the podcast. Thanks Thank for having you. us. I'm so excited to have you guys here in Nashville next week to start on this wonderful musical. I want to jump into uh, talking about the show. But first, I wanted uh, our listeners to know a little bit about you guys and your background. Uh, Oliver, let's start with you. Tell us, tell our listeners about you and, and what you do.
2: Uh, I am a musical theater artist, a primarily writer of musicals. And uh, I've won the inaugural Stephen Schwartz Award, the ASCAP Foundation Sammy Kahn Award, and the Dramatist Guild Foundation Fellowship, and presented my musicals at theaters across the country and, and London. And I'm really passionate about telling stories that are often deeply personal in some way and also touch on really pressing social issues while um, speaking to the universal truths of our shared humanity. Um, and She Reaches for Heaven is very much a show that uh, I feel is. Uh, in that vein as well.
0: And you are the composer and also lyricist and book co-book writer. And Hunter, you are the book writer and the director. Tell us about you, Hunter. Yeah,
1: that's right. Hey, everyone. I'm Hunter. Uh, I'm a director, developer, and writer, uh, primarily of new musicals, Uh, though I'm really interested in the way that music, movement, and narrative collides together. So that means that the projects that I've done have been everything from like big rock concert style shows, all the way to maybe like a lyrical play with a music through line through it. Um, And uh, I have really loved and really dedicated my my working life to the development of new work. Uh, I began as primarily a director. Um, But very quickly realized that those those early stages when you're working on a a new project have such a fertile collaborative opportunity to open the door to the most imaginative dreaming possible and in our business, which is, um, you know, an art form where time is a, a, a component and physical space is a component often when you're in the writing process, having conversations about how a piece will move or how a piece will look when it's on stage um, is a really exciting uh, framework when you're in the really early stages of discovering what a show might be. And so over the years, um, I've worked very closely with a number of writers, um, including Oliver. We have a 10 year history together um, of dreaming into new projects in the earliest possible stages. Mm-hmm. Um, and this project, She Reached for Heaven, is our third collaboration together. Um, but the first time that I'm a co-book writer and really have stepped fully into a uh, a writer space with oliver which has been really exciting given that we've had so much history of of dreaming and scheming about new work together awesome so you
0: guys have worked together before tell me how did you guys meet and what prompted you to work
2: together uh, man it's always a question of who, who who's going to tell the story do you oh wanna you want to do you, it
1: i got it um in 2013 um i produced a competition for the los angeles festival of new american musicals called show search which put out a call for the best 10-minute musical written by high school and college students. Um, And uh, we got submissions from all over the country, whittled it down to a top six, and amongst those six finalists, our final teams, um, Oliver and a collaborator of his had written Preschool the Musical, um, and uh, Oliver- my magnum uh, opus. Yes, um, and Oliver um, got flown out to Los Angeles and paired with Broadway mentors. and it was just very clear from those early stages um, that Oliver was uh, an inquisitive and um, exciting musical theater voice. And at the end of that process, uh, Oliver approached me. About, I tracked him down. Uh, <laughs> Oliver sent me a very kind email um, uh, pitching an idea for a new musical about an ensemble of people trapped on a New York subway car uh, where every possible bad thing uh, occurred
0: to them. And that began uh, our 10 year working relationship. Nice, nice. Well, we are excited about She Reached for Heaven. Let's talk about the genesis of of this musical. What prompted this show and this idea for you two to write this piece?
2: Uh, Well, this piece, um, it's primarily inspired by Johan Hari's brilliant TED talk, Everything You Know About Addiction Is Wrong which posits that the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety, it's connection. Hmm. It's a brilliant TED Talk. And um, the process really began when we were on a plane in 2018, going to a presentation of XY, which is the other piece we uh, worked on for many years together. Um, and uh, Hunter showed me this article called The Poison We Pick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think in New York Times Magazine mm-hmm. um, by Andrew Sullivan. and. It was, do you wanna speak about that article?
1: Yeah, it was an article that sort of traced um, the history history of um, the opioid crisis in America and um, rooted uh, the large scale sort of systemic factors that led to um, this sort of crisis in the American healthcare system, um, but also kind of spoke to um, the psychological and emotional impact of what it means to decide to numb yourself to the experience of life. Um, And the article really eloquently um, identified that the opioid crisis, which of course is rooted inside of this um, big pharma overstepping, also is tapping into sort of larger systemic inequities, inequities that are inside of our country, um, that by virtue of not wanting to engage with the life that you're dealing with, you choose to engage with a substance that's going to take care of you and support you. And there was something inside of the that framework, right? Of, of what does it mean to need to escape your own life um, that felt uh, uh, emotional in a way that I, I think Oliver and I hope to build shows that are always touching on um, the human experience uh, in, in a really uh, intimate setting, mm. uh, and so that sort of became an entry point to us thinking mm, for our next project. Um, you know, unpacking why we are experiencing this um, this unprecedented uh, health crisis in our country. What are the roots of that, and and what's the genesis of that for for one person's journey?
2: Mm. Yeah, and, and I feel like that that decision to choose life and all of its pain and joy, rather than escape it, as you were saying, Hunter, that really feels like the cornerstone of this piece and what, what we're exploring and I know I've been on my own journey regarding that, you know, obviously, the pandemic was so challenging for all of us and, you know, my certainly been on my own journey of learning like, okay, I've got to face, got to face the, you know, the challenges that um, I'm faced with rather than avoid them um, and this TED Talk uh mentioned earlier you know i think really speaks to this idea that when we can turn toward connection when we can turn toward um being with one another in an open and vulnerable way that is full of acceptance and compassion that is how we heal that is how we you know nip addiction in the bud and um that led us to a really exciting uh um diving into what the piece is about here it's 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 about a high school junior named jess who's feeling really alone uh, uh, after the death of her mom and doesn't feel like she can speak with her dad or her friends about it. Um, and then she sprains her arm, it's your practice and gets prescribed a couple pain pills and pops a few and then meets this guy named Cody who's like, offers her everything she's needing. And then we learn that Cody is the personification of hydrocodone and uh, this drug. And it's about their relationship and Jess's journey to ultimately choose life um, and her real relationships over this relationship with this drug, and, and it's a, a
0: topic and a subject that we're all connected to, even if we're not personally dealing with an addiction. We know someone who has dealt with addiction, whether it's you know um, alcohol or opioids, like uh, like Jess. Talk to me about the development of this piece because this is the first public reading. But I know you've been working on this piece for what four years now. Is that correct? Mm.
1: Uh, the plane that Oliver and I were on, where I showed Oliver the poison we pick and said, I think there might be a, a project inside this idea, that surely I think was in 2018, mm-hmm. early 2018. Mm-hmm. They say uh, in uh, commercial American music theater that it takes seven years to cook oh, a show. If only it were that uh, short. And if only it was that short. Um, this piece has had a number of iterations and we've been very lucky enough to um, get to develop it through uh, some incredible uh, organizations that support new musical development, like uh, the Rhinebeck Writers Retreat. And we had an incredible um, work session uh, in Big Sky, Montana, um, at a, a fantastic theater out
2: there. Warren Miller the Center. The Warren Miller for Center of Performing Arts. Wonderful. and
1: um, But this is the first time that we've ever heard the show out loud sung and read by actors that are not us, um, which is incredibly exciting in the development process of a new musical, because the most important character uh, when you're considering how a show might um, might function and sound is the audience. It's what is the feedback um, that you are getting from a group of people who are having a shared communal experience around your story. And so uh, the audiences next week are, are gonna teach us a, a brand new list of things about our show, not only uh, specific moments about how the show is functioning, but a question that we have, you know, for a piece that is grounded in such complicated subject matter. Um, how do we find the joy and the lightness sort of within this journey? Um, that's something that we're, we're really excited for your audiences to teach us about our show as we as we continue on to the next steps.
0: And I'm, I'm excited for the audiences to, to see the show and hear it for the first time. It's, uh, Oliver, you gave me this, the, the score and the script almost a year ago. Uh, I think it was in the fall of last year and I listened to it and immediately was connected to, to, um, the, 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 the story you were telling. So I am super excited. And this is our first musical through our new works project. So this is a very exciting moment for us at the rep that we're able to, um, help you guys and share this new piece with the world. And uh, I hope this is the first next step of many steps for this piece, because I think it's a beautiful, a beautiful show. Um, I'm always fascinated by how people collaborate and and create together. Can you guys talk about how you work together as, as a team when you're writing? Uh, you know, how does, how do you do you bounce ideas off of each other? Do you are, are, do you work together? Do you work apart? How do you work?
2: Well, I feel our our relationship and collaboration has really evolved, you know, over the decade that we've really known each other and worked with each other. And this is the, you know, as Hunter mentioned, the first piece that we've developed where Hunter and I are co-writers. So we've really been in the trenches together with this from the beginning, and. Uh, I I I feel so inspired every time Hunter and I get into a room together. We there is a real kind of magic I think in in the way that we just kind of enter an improvisational space where I I feel that we kind of link up, you know, in this like psychic area where we're just we're kind of just on the same wavelength and we're like kind of reading each other's minds even. Um, and you know, I'll be at the piano or we working through a scene or something and um yeah it just feels you know it's very fun to get to play together in the room um and then you know we each are also bringing our own sometimes we'll go apart and we'll do our own work as well um it's really fun though when we come together i think that is the word like play as a as a like centerpiece of
1: of the way that oliver and i've collaborated i think that is the through line through our decade of collaborating together where what's so fabulous is i think every project and um every creative endeavor asks its own process and framework. So I don't think there's ever been a rigidity where we've said, oh, the song's gotta get written first and then we'll write the book. Oftentimes what's characterized our three collaborations and certainly the piece for She Reached for Heaven is intense conversation often over years about um, what are the large scale themes that we're interested in exploring? How does that then start presenting itself in terms of characters, dynamics, um plot Um, and then once those things start coming into focus often we'll we'll really sit in an outline phase for a a good amount of time starting to identify what's the arc that our characters might be going through what's the journey that we're going to take an audience on And once we start getting into that specific space, that's where the real fun begins, where we've done all of this uh, creative building leading up to that moment. And and that's a moment to kind of get a a, a payoff where Mm -hmm. suddenly all this research that we've done and and all of these conversations start quite quickly informing creative output. And there's nothing more exciting I have to say when I'm sitting in the room with Oliver and he's at the keys and he stumbles upon a melodic progression or a lyric or a chord and to bear witness to a moment when someone catches the tail or the beginning of something that's, that's going to turn into a song, it, it's a really privileged position to sit in. I, I, I'm getting chills just talking about it because the work that we do is so ephemeral and you never know when you're gonna stumble upon the idea that we'll become the show. Right. And I think that inviting that sense of play and that sense of openness to show up to the room saying, we don't know what we're going to make today, but let's dive in head first. Um, I think that that has been our creative process together.
2: Mm, yeah. So it's really fun too, to see how, you know, Hunter is so involved in the, in the gestation and creation of the piece. It's always really fun to see him step into the director role, like in an opportunity like this one coming up at um, Nashville rep, where, you know, it's so fun to see how, how you'll like, you know, finally get to realize the vision, even if we're a music stance, you know, a little bit more clearly working with actors and stuff. And that's always like a fun added dimension to, to our process, which I love.
0: Nice. Well, uh, we are super excited for next week. Um, looking forward to playing with you guys in the room and, and seeing what happens and, and hearing our actors bring this script alive. Um, if you were going to give a, an elevator pitch to uh, entice someone to come to the reading of She Reaches for Heaven, how would you describe it?
2: I feel for me this hook of that the opposite of addiction is connection is something that is so universal. It is so beyond, you know, this piece is about the opioid epidemic, which is such a huge crisis in our country. It's also about the challenges we each face to confront the painful truths in our lives. And when we show up for ourselves, and all of our feelings, and we can ask for help and and seek support, and know we're not alone, there is so much healing that's possible. And I I know for me, and I think for both of us, I feel really inspired by how this piece, I hope has the opportunity to help, up, to help inspire others to open their hearts to the possibility of, of seeking true, meaningful, vulnerable connection, authentic connection as a means to heal and to choose life. Hmm. I, I would completely
1: echo all of that. And uh, if I was to, to name it for me, I think it's uh, this is a musical that is exploring the emotional dimension of addiction and what does it mean to put yourself in someone else's shoes um, and understand for them why they make decisions that, from the outside, seem unfathomable, um, but from the inside, um, carry such weight and complexity? And you know that that shared empathy uh, is something that not only I think we we hope that the show cultivates in in audiences, but I think is central to the future of where we are as a country. That finding ways to connect with our shared experiences and our shared humanity um, is so critical because when we are alone and isolated, that's where fear and scarcity um, drive us Mm -hmm. um, further and further apart. And this collectivism, I I think, is uh, a fundamental piece of our humanity that's critical for all of us to reconnect with.
0: Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, guys, we look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, everyone listening, please come out for She Reached for Heaven on Saturday, June the 17th at 7.30 at the Noah Lift Center with Nashville Opera. We are uh, excited to share this with you. And uh, Hunter and Oliver, thank you so much. Thank you thank so you much. Right and we'll see you at the Keys on Monday. See you in the- Yes, yes, you will. Yes, you will. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back. You just heard a snippet of the title song, She Reached for Heaven, which was Beth Malone singing at uh, 54 Below in a concert of Oliver's music. Um, Both of those songs, the other other song was Catch Me, which is a a song that the title character Jess sings in the show. We hope you'll join us for this uh, premiere of She Reached for Heaven. It will be on Saturday, June the 17th at 7.30 p.m. The performance is at the Noah Lyft Center with Nashville Opera. So head on over to our website at NashvilleRep.org. You can register to attend. It is free. There is no admission, but you want to catch this. I promise you. So make sure you make your reservation early. Um, and we will see you next week at the Noah Lift Center for the premiere of She Reached for Heaven. Until next time, thanks for joining us. And we'll see you at the theater.